This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner, 89.0 Free FM, on the 34th Sunday of Ordinary Time. This is Salve Regina with the Benedictine Monks. Be with you. Your Catholic Corner is on air at 89.0 Free FM, online and on demand. Thanks to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest, Hamilton City, God's Own New Zealand. I'm Julie. Thank you for tuning in. As I said, we are now at the 34th week of Ordinary Time. It's the last week of Ordinary Time and celebrates the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. The first reading today is from the book of Daniel. Daniel prophecies about the coming of the Son of Man. The responsorial psalm is Psalm 93, which is a prayer of praise to God our King. Second reading from the book of Revelation, where Jesus is the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of all. And then the gospel reading, according to John, Jesus is questioned by Pilate about the charge brought against him that he is King of the Jews. Peace be with you. Wherever you are in the world right now, may you be safe. The solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, commonly referred to as the Feast of Christ the King, or Christ the King Sunday, or Reign of Christ Sunday, is a relatively recent addition to the Western liturgical calendar 
which was instituted in 1925 by Pope Pius XI, almost a hundred years ago, for the Roman Rite of the Catholic Church. In 1970, its Roman Rite observance was moved to the final Sunday of ordinary time. Before then, it used to be celebrated in October. The earliest date now that it can be celebrated on is anywhere from the 20th to the 26th of November in any one year. And here we are celebrating it on Sunday the 21st of November, which is almost as early as it can be. Roman Catholics aren't the only ones who celebrate this special Sunday. The Lutherans, Anglicans, Moravians, Methodists, Reformed and United Protestant churches also celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. The Methodist, Anglican and Presbyterian churches often observe this as part of the liturgical season known as Kingdom Tide, and that runs between the fourth Sunday before Advent and the Feast of Christ the King. As I said earlier, Pope Pius XI instituted the Feast of Christ the King in his encyclical of 1925. He did that in response to the growing secularism and nationalism and in the context of the unresolved Roman question. Now, if you're like me and hadn't heard of the Roman question before, which incidentally is spelt capital R, capital C, sorry, capital Q, it was a dispute regarding the temporal power of the popes as rulers of a civil territory. In the context of the Italian Risorgimento, it ended with the Lateran Pacts between King Victor Emmanuel III of Italy and Pope Pius XI in 1929. If you are going to church over this weekend or watching online, you'll notice that the liturgical vestments for today are either white or gold, and that's in keeping with other joyous feasts honoring Christ. And of course, the good news for here, for here, for us here in New Zealand in God's own is that the Catholic bishops have opened up our churches again and we can attend mass socially distanced and limited to 100 worshippers at a time. If you haven't yet downloaded the church app on your smartphone, then I suggest you do that. Firstly, find out whether your parish is enrolled in the church app's system, and then you'll be updated with news from your local parish, which means that you'll be able to register to attend Mass, because remember, as I just said, we're limited to 100. For international listeners, this is a New Zealand-only app, but it's worthwhile finding out if your parish has something similar in your part of the world. Now, as I have mentioned just, well, at the beginning earlier. This Sunday is the last Sunday of the church's liturgical year. Next week, we start the first week of Advent and we move from cycle B to cycle C. On this Sunday, though, when we celebrate the solemnity of Christ the King, we reflect upon this title that we've given to Jesus. 
In lectionary cycle C, we read a portion of the Mass. So that's this will be happening next year because we're in B right now. We read a portion of the Passion of the from the Gospel of John, which is also part of the Gospel reading proclaimed each year on Good Friday. In John's Gospel, Pilate is shown in a more favorable light than in the other Gospels. In today's reading, though, we hear one of two dialogues between Jesus and Pilate that are reported in John's Gospel. Pilate questions Jesus about the charges brought against him. As you'll remember, Cephas and the high priests have charged Jesus with a political crime, one that would require punishment by death. Pilate distances himself from the Jewish leaders who accuse Jesus. Pilate is not a Jew and seems to want little to do with this Jewish affair. In his responses to Pilate's questions, Jesus distinguishes his kingdom from the political powers of this world. King and kingdom may be appropriate terms for Jesus' mission and promise, but only by analogy. Jesus is king, but not the kind of king that we imagine or expect. He's certainly not the kind of king that Pilate feared he might be. 2020 vision, 20, um, hindsight gives you 2020 vision, doesn't it? I wonder whether Pilate would have done anything different with hindsight. Anyway, Jesus refers to a kingdom that doesn't belong to this world. John's mentioned this before in earlier parts of his gospel. If you remember in his prayer during the Last Supper, so specifically that is John chapter 17 verses 6 to 18, Jesus prayed for his disciples who are in the world but don't belong to the world. Yet, like Jesus, they're sent into the world for the world's salvation, for our salvation. How confusing that must have been, living that in real time, like those disciples were, in the world but not of the world. In today's reading, we see Jesus identify the final proof, final proof that his kingdom is not of this world. If his kingdom were of this world, then there would be people fighting to save him. Again, we hear echoes of John's theme, that salvation is worked out through a cosmic battle. Again, confusing for those guys or not. It's helpful to return to the first chapter of John's Gospel to understand the context for Jesus' words to Pilate. Remember, Jesus came into the world, but the world didn't know him. In John's language, the world prefers the darkness, yet the light will not be overcome by the darkness. Truth has been another important theme in John's Gospel. We see it emphasized in the conclusion on the dialogue between Jesus and Pilate. Those who know the truth will recognize Jesus as king and will know how to interpret this insight. Yet Jesus' kingship was hidden from many of his contemporaries. Only those chosen, those who have the eyes of faith, were back then and today are able to see. When you think about it, not much has changed. Here we are 21 centuries later, and sometimes we still struggle at times to recognize Jesus as king. Today's gospel invites us to see with eyes of faith that we might recognize that Jesus, through his crucifixion and death, 
is indeed King and Saviour of all. As we go into the readings, let's just listen to Hymn to Christ the King, which is sung by Sarah Hart and performed with Sarah Kroger, Ike Nadolo and John Blakesley. Sorry, Josh Blakesley.
Welcome back. This is Julie and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM. I hope you enjoyed that that hymn, the hymn to Christ the King. Your Catholic Corner is brought to you by the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. The first reading today is from the book of the prophet Daniel. I, Daniel, had a dream and visions as I lay in bed. As I watched in the night visions, I saw one like a human being coming with the clouds of heaven. And he came to the Ancient One and was presented before him. To him was given dominion and glory and kingship, that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not pass away, and his kingship is one that shall never be destroyed. The Word of the Lord Psalm 93 And the response is, The Lord is King, He is robed in majesty. The Lord is King, He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed, He is girded with strength. The Lord is King, He is robed in majesty. He has established the world, it shall never be moved. Your throne is established from old. You are from everlasting. The Lord is King, He is robed in majesty. Your decrees are very sure. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, for evermore. The Lord is King, He is robed in majesty. The second reading today is a reading from the book of Revelation. Jesus Christ is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us to be a kingdom, priests serving his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And on his account, all the tribes of the earth shall lament. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The Word of the Lord A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the King of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish authorities. But, as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. 
everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord. This is a rendition of Hallelujah. It's a live rendition on a stage with Tony Carnell and one of the One Republic performers. It was actually aired live on Good Morning America. I hope you enjoy it. Here are Tony Cornell and One Republic singing Hallelujah.
Welcome back. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner, 89.0 Free FM. I'm Julie. Thank you so much for spending the last half an hour of your life with me. Peace be with you. Next week, as we go into Advent, when we start with the anticipation of Christ's birth, the joyous time of the year, wherever you are, stay safe. See?
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.